tuned in to the motherfucking greatest, Popitics, the premier podcast for the intersection of pop culture and politics. I'm your information trafficker, Gajid the Connect. Today, I'm going to plug y'all in to lock him up. Lock him up. Follow me, right? The mother of Ashley Babbitt was arrested in Washington after refusing to get out of the street during a demonstration on a two-year anniversary of the day her daughter fucked around and found out. A federal judge ordered portions of a transcript of a deposition taken of Trump after writer E. Jean Carroll sued him for defamation be made publicly available. This was in January. A few days after that, on the 16th, Judge Lewis Kaplan denied Trump's attorney's motion to dismiss Carroll's assault lawsuit against Trump. In allowing E. Jean's Carroll lawsuit to move forward, Judge Lewis Kaplan upheld the legality of New York's Adult Survivors Act. Forbes reports China paid Trump about $5.4 million while he was in office for vacant office space in Trump Tower. At the beginning of his term, Trump sold a $15.8 million penthouse to Xinying Chen, who had been directly linked to a front group for Chinese military intelligence. Trump's response to E. Jean Carroll's allegations of rape, she wasn't his type. He identified a picture of her from back in the day that he was shown during his deposition as his second wife, Marla Maples. Their relationship started as an affair while he was married to Ivana. Judge orders Trump and lawyer Alina Haba to pay nearly $1 million in sanctions for completely frivolous lawsuit against Hillary, claiming the election was rigged and the judge calls Trump the mastermind of strategic abuse of the judicial system. Elijah Cummins, before he passed, compiled intel of Trump's attempt to sell our nuclear tech to Saudi Arabia, bypassing Congress. Trump called Elijah Cummings a racist and characterized his congressional district as a disgusting, rat and rodent infested mess where no human being would want to live. In January, Trump told the Christian Broadcast Network Wait, check this out, right? He told the Christian Broadcast Network it's a sign of disloyalty that evangelical leaders have held back on endorsing him for 2024. And it was their fault for Republican midterm losses. On the heels of being sanctioned nearly $1 million for his frivolous lawsuit against Hillary Clinton, Trump abandoned his lawsuit against Letitia James in front of the same judge. Trump will preside over... the uh, funeral of Diamond, of Diamond and Silk, in January. But we'll discuss that at a later date. Back to this man's crimes. On February 9th, Mike Pence received a subpoena from Jack Smith's office. Smith is seeking documents and testimony related to January 6th. It follows months of negotiations between federal prosecutors and Pence's legal team. Pence's team has no comment. 
In 2008, FBI's Russian Organized Crime Squad in New York was investigating Tamir Safir for money laundering and extortion. He is a Georgian developer who financed the construction of Trump Soho in 2008. He also has a condo on the 58th floor of Trump Tower. In February, the FBI was searching the Indiana home of Mike Pence after it was reported that classified documents had been found there by an aide. One of Pence's lawyers was at the residence while it was being searched. Pence was preparing to resist a grand jury subpoena about Trump's push to overturn the 2020 election. He argued that his former role as president of the Senate, therefore a member of the legislative branch, shields him from certain DOJ demands. Speaking of accountability, Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump have been subpoenaed by special counsel in January 6th investigation. Then we find out this Friday, the final preparations were being made to arrest Trump. Trump will be fingerprinted and processed like every other defendant. The Secret Service will make the decision whether to handcuff the former president or not, reported by Fox News. So you know Trump is listening. Saturday, Trump immediately posted something on social media that went like this. Now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is funded by George Soros, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors' fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protest. Take our nation back. He's asking for violence again. All while a judge just granted the justice to question Trump's attorney, Evan Cochran, and circumvent attorney-client privilege because they think a crime was committed. This is an entirely different case. They also handed special prosecutor Jack Smith as the evidence of Trump improperly hoarding classified documents after he left office. The judge overseeing New York State AG's $250 million civil fraud case against Trump has scheduled a March 21st hearing to consider trial schedule. Lawsuit alleged decade-long scheme to manipulate more than 200 asset valuations in Trump's net worth to win better terms from banks and insurers. Fannie Willis could have Trump on the hook for election fraud, tampering with official proceedings, criminal solicitation, lying, and even violating RICO, the law created to catch mobsters who order crimes. A federal judge has just ruled the Access Hollywood tape where Trump joked and laughed about sexual assault can now be used in the E. Jean Carroll rape case against Trump. The judge also permitting testimony from two other women who accused Trump of assault. Elon Musk, Musk predicts Trump will ultimately end up back in the White House if he is indicted by Manhattan prosecutors. Mm, y'all free thinkers, boy. Less than two months ago, Facebook bent their own rules and restored Trump's account. They determined that the risk of violence associated with Trump no longer existed. YouTube restored his account on the same day he called for people, his people, to take back our nation. Then he posted on Truth Social, crooked Democrat prosecutors, many of them racist in reverse, 
are trying to steal a second presidential election. They did in 2020, and they're not gonna, and we're not gonna let them do it again in 2024. Oh, the racist in reverse. He means Fannie Willis, Alvin Braggs, and Letitia James, the black prosecutors in charge of holding him accountable for his crimes. That's where he gets reverse racist from. To defend Trump paying off a porn star, Mexican-American Fox News host Rachel Campos on Fox & Friends says Manhattan DA Alvin Braggs has Trump derangement syndrome, then says he is George Soros funded and is just listening to his masters. Yeah. Speaker McCarthy gives the best example of the weaponization of government. He announces a congressional probe into the Manhattan DA for simply following the rule of law in regards to Trump. Trump urged his supporters to protest the first black DA in New York, Alvin Bragg. Bragg announced that the Manhattan DA does not tolerate attempts to intimidate our office or threaten the rule of law. The narrative on the right is prosecuting the wealthy is a waste. Lock those niggas up. Hunter Biden's dick pics were posted to Twitter by a member of New Federal State of China. What the fuck is the New Federal State of China? It's an organization set up in 2020 by Steve Bannon and Guai Wingo. Wingo is the exiled Chinese billionaire whose home was just raided by the FBI and is in custody for running a $1 billion fraud scheme. Prior to the 2016 election, Trump conspired with Michael Cohen and National Enquirer to catch and kill any negative stories about Trump. Stormy Daniels gave Life and Style an extensive interview in exchange for $15,000. Trump bullied Life and Style into burying the story. Per the Catch and Kill agreement, the Inquirer negotiated to pay Daniels $120,000 to keep her story out of the press in the days before the election. But the tabloid had recently paid $150,000 to former Playboy model Karen McDougal to protect Trump and his publisher, David Becker. I'm sorry, David Pecker. Wow. On April 5th, 2018, Actually, even before that, on October 25th, 2016, two weeks before the election, Daniel's attorney told Cohen he was canceling the deal and Daniel's would shop her story to media outlets. Instead, Cohen drew 130K from a home equity credit line and transferred it to a shell company which paid Daniel's lawyers. On April 5th, 2018, Trump was asked if he knew anything about the payments from Cohen to Daniels. He claimed he knew nothing, didn't know why Cohen made payments or where he got it. Trump and Cohen conspired to hide the reimbursement for Cohen's payment to Daniels. Cohen submitted fake invoices to the Trump organization. Trump's signature is on the checks. Fannie Willis the DA in Georgia is considering bringing racketeering and conspiracy charges in connection with Trump's effort to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. Phone calls, emails, text messages, and text 
testimony are all evidence it was not just a grassroots effort that originated inside of Georgia. Mike Pence on ABC said, He's going to be indicted on Tuesday. He's calling for people to protest. Now, we, we don't know if that's true. Um, the Manhattan DA has not said anything about it. Uh, but he's calling for people to protest. Uh, is that irresponsible? Well, first, let me say, I'm, I'm taken aback at the idea of indicting a former president of the United States um, at, a, at a time when there's a crime wave in New York City. That the fact that the Manhattan DA thinks uh, that uh, indicting President Trump is his top priority, I think, is just tells you everything you need to know about the radical left in this country. It just feels like a politically charged prosecution here. Uh, and I, for my part, of, uh, I just feel like it's just uh, not what the American people want to see. We got I'm sure you've seen. Wow. He tried to get you killed. Your wife killed and your daughter's killed and you still run around defending that man. If that ain't fucking Trump derangement syndrome, I don't know what is. Released from prison in October, former January 6th insurrectionist running for Congress in West Virginia, Derek Evans says, free and pardon Derek Chauvin, elect Kyle Rittenhouse to Congress and arrest the racist Alvin Braggs for election interference. Republicans have been screaming about a crime wave all throughout blue states since the midterms. For four years, Donald Trump has been running a crime wave all throughout blue states and red states, specifically southern red states. Not to mention farmers have felt the effect of his crime wave. Yet that has meant nothing to them. Yet the idea of reforming our justice system after the murder of George Floyd and the protest of Black Lives Matter during the pandemic has caused such a backlash that the idea, the word wokeism has replaced the faux boogeyman of socialism. Yo, man, keep your head on the swivel. Politics, the premier podcast for the intersection of pop culture and politics. One.